Sponsored to welcome all the new listeners and in particular the new participants from across London. We are looking forward to welcoming 150 plus new members. Please email mdylondon at gmail.com to receive news of local events and to be added to the local WhatsApp group with thanks MDY London by Yaakov Badner. The cousin, Menachem Atez's cousin. Also, welcoming all the new listeners, participants, a good few of his friends just joined in honor of Rebelli for all the amazing education on the painting Shurim and for helping me be Messiah, my first Masechta in years. And in honor of Stephen Sakalai, Zach Karsat Toy for introducing me to Rebelli, the Shir, and for pushing me to join the Shir and the MDY family. By the way, right now, in Atera Shloimi, on 29, 2905 Avenue K, the, some of the New York Hever gathered to have some of the most amazing, my favorite, what's my favorite pizza, Rabbi Sai? Pizza time. Pizza time, that's right, pizza time. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Judah Cohen is sponsoring, yeah, yeah, right, so pizza time. Uh, you know, I don't know, I know he went there, he's there, I don't know. By Ari Davidson, honor my son-in-law Shmuley, who joined this year on Friday for Sukkah. Also, not on my last day, live with the Rebelli, and all the Chavir, I'm, I'm humbled being here. Oh, Ari Davis, here he is. Shalom Ari. Ari Davis is a good Chavir from London. That's it, he's going back. Bye-bye. You'll be back soon. Yisrael Gutentag. Gutentag. L'Rfuas Avram Yoyno Ben Gittel. Today's WM International Gemara Shir is sponsored by Mendel Mitz. Everybody remember where Mendel Mitz lives? Buenos Aires, Argentina, in loving memory of his aunt, Ruth Honey Harris, whose yours says today, the second above, Spanish Shama having an aliyah, wishing her children, siblings, and all of her family a long, healthy life. By Yossi Dahari, who's Yossi Dahari? From Manchester. My grandfather's yard said this today. Uh, we have a couple minutes here. Dear Belly, although I'm deeply embarrassed to admit this, I feel you deserve to know, having not been that successful at learning Be'iun in my yeshiva years, I unfortunately developed a deep dislike for Gemara in general. Here you go through Gemara's quickly and to the point is slowly but surely healing my postpartum. Post PTSD. What is it? Post? Not pardon. Post uh, traumatic. Uh, what? Stress. Did I say postpartum? Yeah. Yeah. She's not watching. And for that, I am forever grateful. On a completely separate note, is, true, is it true that you are a pilot? The reason I ask is because I've been thinking for years about getting a private pilot's license and even got, gotten some lessons, but I have absolutely no idea why. I do not understand what is, what's driving me. The reason I was so intrigued is that my mother's maiden name is Stefanski, and I'm wondering if it may be, it's a genetic thing. Looking forward to hearing back from you. I thought everybody wants to be a pilot. What do you mean it's a genetic thing? It happens to be a guy knocked on my door right when I moved to Eretz Yisrael. Here, Shalom Aleichem. He says his name is Stefanski. Oh, nice to meet you. Da, da, da. All Stefanski are related. And he tells me that his father was a pilot. And there's a famous story. There's a Stefanski that was nifter as a pilot. He flew a plane. Turns out, I remember speaking to him. You know him? You know his son. So that, that's the guy. Okay. I don't remember ex- the exact details, but basically I was born just a few months after this person was nifter. So I was thinking... 
ובו השמש, וזורח השמש. One pilot, Stefanski, was lifter, the other one was born. No, Rabbi Isai, everybody wants to be a pilot, I know it. Sam says, we just made a CM with three generations on vacation, Smith Mountain, Lake Virginia, first CM on record in Bedford County, Virginia. My father-in-law loves to listen to the daf on the way to taking the garbage to the dump. <laughs> and while kayaking, Sam, here's the mishpacha, in case you don't believe, it's three generations, beautiful, okay. Wow, Adam Lobato. Dear Belly and the incredible MDY team, I just got home, it's around midnight and there's no way I can't sleep. Buzzing too much from the phenomenal seal we just had in London, some photos attached. Baruch Hashem, we had between 35 and 40 people schmoozing, connecting, uniting through the daf and the MDY mishpacha. It honestly felt uh, most of us had never met. Different backgrounds, ages, stories, the conversation just flowed. Different Torah, good food. The live Zoom link on a big screen was a very special event. My fellow SEAL organizers, David Goldberg, Shlomi Lightning, Avril Emanuel did a fantastic job. All thanks to Jeremy Cohen, Irish Leiter for the equipment. I just want to pass on my first atoyf as ever for being the impetus for such an amazing Kiddush Hashem with love, respect, and gratitude, Adam Lobato, London. Who is Adam Lobato? We have a picture here of Adam Lobato. First of all, look at the sign. This is a Gishmaka sign. I'm thinking, seriously, if they invested in the sign, we should all be able to like maybe go on a certain spot like uh have a link and we could print that sign they already did all the work we just have to instead of saying manchester they'll say like rbs we didn't have a sign look at these guys this is a serious sign anyways no i'm saying we could put all our resources together instead of everybody doing it, the same thing over and over like the bobblehead thing you could just push button print the button okay this is adam lavada and this is ellie i believe adam okay i think i'm not sure who this is you guys know who this Baal Darshan is at the CM? Who? Elon Halberstadt. Okay. And finally, a picture of the guys at the CM. Nice cover. Bezer Shem, next CM is going to double up. They got 150 more people, they said. And finally, one last one. I know we have to go. Dirabelli, London, UK is now a truly active daft. The CM was highly inspirational, dignified singing, aiming to rectify the very cause of exile and isolation. Your share, your share is really the American original presentation and assistance in, in understanding complex of our sages in an interactive manner, purifying the air we breathe. Purifying the air we breathe. Jonathan Stern. Okay. I can't do this one. It's too long. Okay, next. Avram Zora from Kiryat Sefer. We'll get to you a different time. Zog the Hale Gemara today is Daf Dalad, and we are holding. The last, last lines, two lines from the bottom. So we learned from the Mishnah, according to Tanakama, a sukkah that's above 20 amma is possible. What, what happened? He tried to make the sukkah less than 20 amma by filling the inside with pillows and blankets, mattresses, loy have a meal. That's not considered reducing the height. Why? Because it's going to be a loss for him. It's not a meal. You cannot reduce the height of the sukkah with something that you're going to take out soon. It's valuables, and valuables don't reduce the size of the sukkah. Top of the Even though he himself said, I want this bottle. I don't want this. I want it nullified. It should be part of the sukkah. Mekulu, maybe. Meshom, the bottle, daitoi, eitzel, kaladam. There's a concept that if a person 
does or says, acts in a way that most human beings don't, then his das is bottle, even though he said so. I want to be with bottle. I don't care about my blankets and my pillows. But 99% of the human beings do care. Therefore, that's not considered a bitl. In general, we have a concept. My rough from Chicago, time Kursky always used to say, how do you know if somebody is trimmer than you? You look, take a look at him. You take a look at yourself. How long is Yushman Ezra? So if Yushman Ezra is five minutes, and he dives in five and a half minutes, he's a firmat. Mamish from sugar, the guy's nuts. And how do you know if a person is a shagitz? You look at him. If his shmanes is only four and a half minutes, so he's a shagitz. Because everything's based on what you do. That's how people think. They go, I'm like this, and anybody that's a little bit to the left of me is crazy. Anybody to the right is mamish nuts. It's like that. So that's bustling. But in this case, we'll, we'll tell him, no, you are wrong. It has to be wrong. Most people are not like you. So it's a very interesting story. There's a person that came to Rabbi Yaakov. And he told Rabbi Yaakov, I'm getting divorced. Why? Because my wife doesn't listen to me. Every, I tell her every single time how to clean, clean, clean. She doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't listen. She works in a corner. She never gets a corner that I, I repeat her, that I teach her, and I talk to her nicely, and I yell, and nothing else. I'm done. Rabbi Yaakov got annoyed at him, and that said, it looks like you have a very good life. You're too spoiled. And something like that. He had a pet. The guy walked out of the house and he, he stumbled and he broke his like his spine was broken. He's in the hospital and his wife took care of him for months. And then the guy realized the bottle guy doesn't tell him every sugar he wants to divorce his wife because he's considered in the corner. And he stopped afterwards, kicked his ass to stop that maybe after all his life is is normal as usual now. Now, if he has straw and he's mevatalit and he says, I don't want it anymore. In those days, they used to use straw for cement, straw for their animals, and today. So that is a miut. Now, there's going to be a little bit of a confusion back and forth. So I did this very, very simple. Green is good, it becomes bottle. Red is not bottle. Blue is where the machlaikas is. So let's just get it straight. It's very, very simple. What becomes bottle? If you are mevatal, you say, this straw, I don't want anymore. I'm putting it in my sukkah and it's going to stay there forever or for seven days, as Rashi says, then it's bottle. Offer, if dirt, of course. Dirt is, has less value than straw. So if you mevatal dirt, there's no shaila. Everybody agrees. Bottle. Now, on the flip side, what does everybody agree that's not bottle? If he doesn't mention anything about heaven. He doesn't say if, if he wants to be mevatal, the straw or not, or not. So automatically, we're going to assume, automatically, we're going to say that it's not bottle. Because people use it. They need it for the rental, they need it for the cement. Afar and Asalafanaisai. If he's for sure going to use this dirt because he's doing construction in his home, he needs the dirt. So again, it's not bottle. What about Tevin Vasilafanos? Of course. Even offer Vasilafanos. So these are the givens. Tevin Ubitloi offer Bitloi is for sure good. Tevin Stam and offer Vasilafanos is not good. What's a machlaikis right over here in the middle? 
heaven and of earth that we don't know. It's in, so there's three categories. One category is Yomavatl, that's the best. Then there's a category of Stam, which is nothing. And there's a category in the between, Okay? He's not going to take it out. He's not Mevatl. He just said, I'm not going to take it out. So, Heaven, both, I put them together, Heaven and Offer, which he's not going to remove, or Offer Stam, he doesn't say whether or not he's going to take out the dirt. That's Machlagis. Rabbi Yossi says it's bottle. Let's see inside. It's only a few lines. I know it's like a, it's like a lot of information, but it's it's not it's not difficult. It says it more like this. Heaven ubitloi. If you take straw, you mevatel it. Have a mute. Everybody agrees. Since you mevatel, it's bottle. Vikolch can offer bitloi. You don't have to say when it comes to dirt that has zero value. You mevatel that it's bottle. Heaven ve'ain asilifanoisai ve'offer stam machloik is rebiosi ve'rabanan. If you have straw that you're not going to remove and offer stam, nobody knows what you want. You don't know what you want. Machloik is rebiosi ve'rabanan. That's not. Ba'ishimilu tevenit zroyis ubitloi mevoto. So here, there's not a good picture in Kol Hashan. I took a tiny picture and enlarged it and threw in a cartoon here. Just stop to explain what's going on here. This is halacha in tumah. If there's a dead man, and he's even he's holding a sign, he's so dead, he's holding a sign to describe his status. He's very dead. If you are in this room right over here, without straw, so everything in the room becomes tummy, but the tumma does not go past the roof. The tumma is able, the roof is able to contain the tumma within it. It doesn't burst through the roof. But when does it burst through the roof? It's called tumma ritsutsa to burst through. If you fill up, if there's no tefach, Tumah needs at least a tefach to hang out in. If you don't give it a tefach, it gets mad and it breaks through. So if you fill up the entire house with straw, depends. If you're mevatel the straw, you say it's going to last, stay here forever, then it becomes part of the house, then it comes out that this dead person doesn't have a tefach. If it doesn't have a tefach, what's going to happen is the tumah is going to go with this arrow and hit the kli that's on top of the roof, and the kli is going to become tamay. So it's the same idea. If you mevatel the straw or not mevatel the straw. If you take the tevin and you say it's bottle or dirt, stone, then it becomes part of the house. It's only if you say specifically, I am mevatel, like Rashi says, for seven days and you have to say with your mouth, that's bittel. You can't just think in your head, I'm mevatel. You have to say, I am mevatel. What about straw that you don't have any intent to take out? So the is the one that's makil, and he says that if you don't have intent to take out this straw, it's like dirt, regular dirt, and it becomes bottle. In other words, he holds dirt, stam, even on dirt, stam, stam dirt, is not bottle. He holds those two things on the category of bottle. Dirt, which he has no idea what he's going to do with it, and straw that he has no intent to remove, but he never said specifically, I want to remove, I'm not going to remove it. Offer And this is it. This is the last line in the sugya. We're done. If he is going to remove the dirt because he needs the dirt to make cement with, so then it's like regular straw. Regular straw that it wasn't a bottle doesn't become bottle. And dirt, obviously, if he says specifically, I am going to remove it, so it doesn't become part of the sukkah, it doesn't become part of the house, and it's not a bottle.
Okay, new sugya. Now from here on, serious. Easy sailing. You have a sukkah that's possible. Why? Because it's taller than 20 amma. What does he do? He puts schach and part of the schach, the leaves of the schach, go into the sukkah. Here we go. Here's the picture. So now if you look at this line right over here, it's less than 20 amma. What's the halach of this sukkah? If there's so much of these leaves down here that provide a lot of shade, it by itself is kosher schach. Now, we have to understand, I'm not going to go into the toysis over here, but obviously these leaves are attached to the schach on top. So you think they become bottled of the thing on top? No. The fact is that all this stuff down here is kosher schach. Forget the fact that they are attached to the branches, which are on top of the 20. That's enough. And Mamela, we're dealing with a sukkah that's less than 20 amos. Now, what about the reverse? The, what? Right, that's what I'm saying. Go. Look at this sukkah. You have a sukkah that's 10 tefachim tall. It's, let's say it's, it's ten tefachim, and you have hutzin inside. You have these leaves inside. Says the Gemara, "Isik yibayah asar tefachim." Hutzin yordan tech asara. Sabah by the meimar im chamosam miru mitzilasam sheira. Abayi said, "Okay, you know, let's use the same logic we said with a sukkah that's more than twenty amos. If this, the sukkah by itself would be kosher, why is exactly ten tefachim? But now you have leaves that go into the ten tefachim, and now, now you only have nine tefachim." So maybe it depends how many leaves you have. If you have enough leaves that are kosher schach, they provide more shade than sun, then it's possible. Because now your sukkah is less than 10 tefachim. And if there's not a lot of leaves because there's a lot of sun that goes through, there's just every, every two inches is a leaf, then it's kosher. Says Rava beautifully. You have to move out of your house and go into a house. A, a temporary house, but it has to be a house. Who can live in a place that has all these leaves coming down? So yes, you're right that it's not kosher schach, but it's a disgusting place to live in. And you can't live in a disgusting place. You can't have a sukkah that's disgusting. We have another problem called a diras rucha. It's a beautiful svara. Binadam dar, bediras rucha. So as soon as I heard the word diras rucha, of course I have to share with you my, my uh, you know, in real estate there's a lot of diras ruchas. And I had the, the unbelievable schus uh, to walk thousands of apartments. Is any time you buy, if you're going to buy a property, walk every single apartment. Go there. There are people, <coughs> believe it or not, many people that have, let's say, dogs, and they leave the waste of the dog all over their house. My sister, I've seen it many, many times. But there are people like this. Here's a picture of a hoarder. It's a disease. They, they Basically, they save everything. Everything, everything. You can't. Now, it's a dilemma. Because if you're in real estate, it's gewaldic. They can never leave your property. And if you raise the rents, they have nothing to... They can't say no because they cannot take their stuff. It'll take them weeks to move out. On the flip side, if the fire department finds out about it, it's a, it's a hazard, and they make you get rid of it. The kids are... I had a, I had a guy. You're having issues with this? I hope you're recording some of it. Okay. Shkoya. Mordechai Tzelsi. Shkoya. 
But anyways, the Maisa Shahoya, they told me to come to look at this apartment. I went to look at this apartment. I'll say after Shir, there's a lot of interesting details about this, uh, this apartment. The guy opened it up. I'm not going to say what he wasn't wearing. Whatever. He opened up the door. I walked through this apartment. I couldn't believe it. About 500 toothpaste and soaps and this and that. There's a one foot path you can walk in. One room, I have a picture of it. There was a six inch gap by the door that you could look on top. And a cat was on top and she looked. The entire room from beginning to end was full of papers and stuff. I told the story. Here, here, come, come down and find me with your thing. Of course, I told the story. But whatever, I'm not going to. Hey, come, come, come. I, I want to embarrass you, Barabbas. You asked for it. Here, show me what you did. Show me, Robin. Okay, go back. Dovin Feinberg. Okay. Anyway, the bottom line is the guy committed suicide a week later, and he found in his house 70 guns, 70, and whatever. Details later. The, but my point is that's not a, that's not a dirasrucha. Why is that not a dirasrucha? Anybody know why this is not a dirasrucha? I didn't say anything. Oh. <laughs> why is this not a dirasrucha? Very good, Yosef. Because this is dirasrucha to the side. Dirasrucha, we're talking about the ceiling coming down. A, a sukkah is the schach creating problems, not the walls being narrow. Okay. Zok de Heli Gimar, Weiter. Now that we have. I don't, what time is it, Gary? Oh, man. Okay, 40. Everybody has the picture in their Gemara. If you want to see a colorful picture of it, he built a stage, a platform made out of stone. It's a permanent stage, permanent platform in a sukkah. From the top of the platform to the schach is less than 20 amma. The sukkah itself is more than 20 amma, but the platform is not. The yeshba hechzer sukkah, and it's the, the, the platform is seven by seven at least. Shero. So it's kosher. What is kosher, Rabbi Isai? The platform and the entire sukkah. Huh? Rashi. The entire sukkah, says Rashi. Very good. Why the entire sukkah? Only one part of it is kosher. So Rashi says, this is the halacha that we're going to learn. And it's called Psala Yotzim and Sukkah. And that is, if you look over here, there's two, there's, there's three walls over here, but the wall is very narrow. This orange area doesn't have walls at all. It has one wall. It's not kosher. And the schach in the entire area covering, covering the orange thing. Thanks. Halacha is, you're allowed to sit underneath the schach, even though it only has one wall. Why? Because since you have kosher sukkah of three walls, so this is just an extension of that sukkah. The schach comes out without walls, it's kosher. Over here also. The tzdav of the platform is kosher. The rest of the schach that comes out, you're right, it's above 20 amma, and 20 amma is possible. But over here also, there's no walls, and it's also possible. Yet, you're allowed to sit without walls. Why? Because it's an extension to something that's kosher. Umin what if the platform is on the side of the sukkah? In other words, it's only touching two walls, one, two, it's not, it doesn't have a third wall, what do we do? If from this platform until here is more than four amas, then it's possible. But less it's kosher. Where's the third wall? Where's the third wall? Why is it kosher? 
We know, and we're going to talk about Lovud for a minute later on. Lovud is that anything within three Tvachim, Halacha Moshim Sinai tells us that it's, it's as if it's attached. But it's four Amis, it's eight feet away. So we have to come on to a new concept that we never heard of from the beginning of science. It's called Dofen Akuma, a bent wall. That is, that we view this schach not as Pasus schach, but as part of the wall. So it's as if the wall went like this. But actually, the wall is touching the end of the Tzdaba. We go from here down like this. You won't be able to sit on, in this area because this area is, is a wall. You can't, you can't sit under a wall. But this area, the, the platform has three walls. We move the wall over. These are things that are not even logical. This is, when it comes to Mechitzas, there's Halacha Moshe Mishinai, Moshe Rabbeinu Gad from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, certain things that are Halacha Moshe Mishinai. Fine. Why? What's an Afkamina? Depends. So each one's going to say their thing. Rashi's talking about seven twelve because we're going according to that sheet, and that's la lacha. That's all. But according to the other sheet, they'll say that it's four. What's not I mean, yeah. Michael Mashman. So what are you telling me? What's your big chiddush here? The for us is brand new. You say that the concept of doyvera kuma bent wall. Tanina, that you don't need. You don't need to tell us over here that we learned. You have a house that has a skylight. Smack in the middle of the roof. Flat roof, you have a skylight. So you put a bunch of schach on it. Is this kosher? Depends. If the roof, that's puzzle. The roof part is puzzle. All around, if it's less than four amos, it's kosher. Why? Because once again, we're going to say that this part of the roof is not a roof. It's a, it's a crooked wall. They had some of these guys, I don't want to say, our cousins over here, very good builders. They build a stickle crooked. Crooked walls that go this way. So that's our that we're going to learn later about David Akuma. There's no need for us to tell it over here. So what's the Chiddush by us? Over here, look, in this house, these are perfect walls. The issue is that the walls are not touching the schach. So I can say, Doifen Akuma. But over here, in our case, the walls are more than 20 amas. They're not walls. Halachically, more than 20 amas is not a good wall. Maybe I don't invoke doifen akuma on a non-kosher wall. Even in a non-kosher wall, I say doifen akuma. Look at this. He builds a platform smack in the middle of the sukkah. There's not a single wall touching his platform. So this would be, now we're going to say the same Allah as we said in this case. With the house that has, I was in a guy's house in Muncie, beautiful house, he pushed the button, the whole giant skylight came out, he said, this is what I do on Sukkot, all hydraulic, moved off, but it wasn't, there's still part of the ceiling everywhere all, all around. You have to come on to Doi Akuma. So here's the case, similar to, to this. Why? Because over here also you don't have four walls. They're not touching at all. And his platform makes it that from the top of the platform to the schach is less than 20 amas, so it's not puzzle. Down here it is puzzle. But if I could say that there's four walls, or at least three walls, that are crooked, 
and they all touch halachically, halachamashmizina, they touch his platform, then it's kosher. What's a big kiddush? I know ha, we already said that lacha, so we say doyven akuma. Maybe you don't say doyven akuma in all four. What about this? This is doyven akuma on all four sides. We already said doyven akuma on all four sides. But over here it's all kosher. Over here, we're doing two things. We're using Doivan Akuma on all four sides, and all four walls are puzzle because they're more than 20 amas. So that's the Chiddush. That's what the Rishonim speak out of. Huh? That's like a Mishnah, I think. By the way, I forgot to say in the beginning, the Sugi Rashi points out that Rav Ashi, who wrote the Gemara, he was giving halachas in his base measure. These are all halachas. That's one, it's one after another. Halachas said in the base measure of Rav Ashi. Piski Chuba he calls it. Hoysa, Pusa, huh? What? Okay. Standard nonsense guy. Hoysa, Pusa, Masar, Tvachim, Vichakakbok, Kedilashim, Lassaro. If it was less than 20. Here, beautiful case. What? I think it's beautiful. This is less than 10 Tvachim. What he does, it's not 100% clear here, but this colored area, he dug down. So when he dug down, total, he has 10 tfachim. So let's call this top part 5 tfachim, then he dug down 5 tfachim. So when he's on the bottom over here, and the bottom that he dug out is 7 by 7, at least 7 by 7, and the mashurash says, Over here, we're talking about lavav. So you see over here, they did a nice job to show you if it's more than 3 tfachim, the edge, that's possible. Less than three tzvachim, then we can we bridge the gap. Halachim Sinai. Anytime there's less than three tzvachim, we bridge the gap, and therefore the total height is ten tzvachim, and it's kosher. Returning to the Avdalat Omid Beis, sponsored by the MDY Tehillim Group for all those who need shiduchim refuah and yeshuas, please join tehillim.8min.daf.com. How come in the case of Doifen Akuma before you build a, a, a stage, a platform in the middle of the room, in the middle of the sukkah, we say, well, if it's less than four amas, that's huge. That's eight feet. You have eight feet to play around. Over here, all of a sudden, you're talking about a foot. Why? Or three amas. How much is three tfachim? That's, uh, yeah, whatever. Foot. Yeah. Because the amas, they say, is two feet. Beautifully. Over here, there's no wall. What happened? You have five tvachim below below grade where you dug out, and five tvachim above. With your doifen akuma, with your bent wall, you want to create a wall. You can't create a wall with a doifen akuma. You could you can move a wall. An existing wall with a doyven akuma. You can't create a wall from scratch. You can't say five plus five equals ten with a doyven akuma. But if over here in, in the other case, when you have a 20 ama wall, it's a good wall, it's just in the wrong place, doyven akuma pushes it over. You have a good wall, so less than you could invoke doyven akuma. But over here, through the doyven akuma, you want to create a wall. It's only 
when you have less than three tefachim. It's basically the same case that we said a second ago. He built a platform. The only difference is that this platform, this amud, is ten tefachim tall. How, how tall does a mechitza have to be of a sukkah? Ten tefachim. So over here, he built a platform that has the height of a mechitza. So, and this platform has a seven by seven hechshu sukkah, plus it has ten feet, ten feet tall. So, good asik mechitza, ten tefachim tall, thank you, ten tefachim tall, good asik mechitza. What's the good asim This we did have in Erevin. Good asim If you look closely at this picture, they did like a yellow halo kind of thing, orange. These are fake walls. You take the walls of, these are all Allah HaMashim Sinai. We're not going to understand it logically. You take the walls of, the, he thought, I thought to invoke this halacha, but we don't. Since the wall of the, of the platform is 10 tfachim, so you continue the wall upwards. Why shouldn't it go upwards? In Hilcha Shabbos, it works. It's a good mechitza for Shabbos. So I would think it's a good mechitza for Sukkah. When do I say good asik mechitza? When I have a little bit of a lip. So that lip continues upwards. Or the, it's hollow, like, like, a, like a Sukkah. The walls can continue upwards. Over here, it's a solid brick. There's no mechitza. You don't have four defined walls here. What you have is a lump of cement that's, a, that's, that's seven tefachim by, by ten tefachim tall. That's not four mechitzas. Great. Now I saw a beautiful levush. The levush says, the reason why we don't say good asik mechitza over here by sukkahs, because when it comes to Shabbos, you need a mechitza. Fine. So I have a halacha moishim esina mechitza, a fake mechitza. I can create, but sukkah, you have to move into an apartment. It has to be a dira. You can't make a dira with a halacha moshim esinai. It's not a dira. It's teishu ke'en teduru. You have to live in a place that you would typically live during the year. During the year, you never live in fake mechitzas, made up halacha moshim esinai mechitzas, halachic mechitzas. You need real mechitzas. And therefore, we don't say, good asik mechitzta, raise up these walls with halacha moshim esinai because you need teishu ke'en teduru. Okay. Turn around, Bono. Noat Arba Kundesin Besiki Chagabam. He took four poles. Doesn't say where, how, when, but he took four poles. He planted them, Noat, and he put Schach over them like, a, like we do for a chuppah. You know, four poles and a piece of fabric on top. So four poles and Schach. I hear myself. Is that you guys up there? Thank you. So Yaakov says it's kosher and Chachom says it's possible. Omer Avuno, what's going on here? The whole Machloikis. Now we have to remember this Ravuna. Ravuna says the whole Machloikis is when it's on the edge of the roof. Just so. Just like this picture. So if it's on the edge of the roof, this yellow are the imaginary walls going up. Here's walls. And these are different than the case that we said before. These are real walls. Because when you're inside the house, they're recognizable. You see the walls. They're, they act as walls. So walls that act as walls 
could halachically go upwards. Maybe, according to Rabbi Yaakov. I say that it goes upward. You don't do that. Listen to this. Let's remember this line here for a second. Because the Gemara is going to say something exactly opposite. It's going to be a big Tasha Ravuna. But if it's smack in middle, like this picture in the middle of the rooftop, that it doesn't have mechitzas. That could go upwards. Hey, a guy planted four poles. Where are the mechitzas that are going upwards? They're not next to the poles. According to everybody, this case is possible. Now if I prove to you a b'raisa that says this case is a machlekes, that will be a big cash on Ravuna. Because he says, Rebbe says, no, the machlekes is unbelievable. In this case, you see what's going on here? This case, where are the walls? Anybody see walls here? No walls. What do we do have? We have kundasin that are one tefa by one tefa. So they act like an L shape, sort of. And that's the wall. And there's a man now, Amar Kol Rabbi that says that it's kosher. What? Yeah, yeah, nothing to do with the walls. We're not using the walls of the house at all. Zero. It seems like that the whole machloikis is in the middle of the roof. Meaning, if I have a better case than this, and I'm able to move these poles to the end of the roof, and I can use the, the walls of the house, maybe there wouldn't be machloikis. Maybe, in the, the case where, this case right over here, maybe everybody agrees, according to that, that it's kosher. Why? Because I say good asking mechitzta, these walls go upward. Oidilma or perhaps beimizu beimizu. Both of these cases is a machlokes. Teiku. Mordechai says I don't know. We have to wait until Mashiach comes to figure that out. Now, just the halacha lemaisa. You want to hear halacha lemaisa? What happens? And it ha- happens a lot. My neighbor. You, you see, if you walk down the street, you'll see people that do it. You have a merpesa. You have a a porch, and you close it with windows. And on sukkis. You open the window. Most poiskim hold that the sukkah is possible. Possible. It's open. There's no wall. You ruined it. Not only that, they say that on sukkahs it would be awesome for you to close the window. Because if you close the window, now you're creating a mechitza on yantar. It's awesome. Very interesting halacha. What? Floor to ceiling. I'm not talking about a little tiny window. I'm talking about a, he enclosed the entire thing with a floor to ceiling window. He has like a merpeset, uh, you know, these glass doors, whatever it is. And his walls are made out of, if he has three walls, that's great. But let's say people have these rooms, a sunroom that is made completely out of windows. And you open, I know people have these sunrooms in America, you know, that the glass that goes sideways, you know, the little pieces, sl- slats of glass, and you pull down a lever and all of them. Now all of a sudden it's wide open. You know, over there you have love, but okay, different. When you take these doors, these, these, these sliding doors, a merpeset door, you have three sides made out of glass, and you always start opening up doors. Now you don't have mechitzas. Fine. Something to think about. Meisve. Now here comes the question. He did it smack in the middle of, of nowhere. Here, instead of, instead of on top of a rooftop, he did it in the middle of his parking lot. He had four kumtisim. Rabbi Yaakov over here, there's zero wall here. Nothing. Forget about the, it's in the middle of the roof. 
it's on a flat surface. Rabbi Yaakov nevertheless says it's kosher. If it's the middle of a parking lot, it's certainly no worse. It's a lot worse. But in the middle of the in middle of, oh, look at the guys from Aleichem, guys in New York eating pizza time. We're all jealous. Shalom Aleichem. Shkoyach Judah Cohen. Thanks. And everybody who organizes. Rabbi Yaakov says that it's kosher to Yufta the Ravuna. Ravuna said Divri Yaakov Psula. And over here we have a Bryson Mufurish that says that according to Rabbi Yaakov, it's not possible. It's 100% kosher this. Void, another question. It seems like the whole Machloikis is in smacking middle of the roof, like in this, in this case. But on the edge of the roof, it's kosher. Perhaps this, this could be another kasha. No. I only mentioned one of the two cases, but they argue in both cases. Even on the edge of the roof, they argue. They argue in this case. In both of these cases, there's a machlaikis. So why did I pick this one? Very simple. Because I'm telling you that according to Rabbi Yaakov, even in this case, where I cannot use the walls as a good asik, he still holds his kosher. I'm telling you a tremendous chiddush. I'm telling you a chiddush that even though this is the middle of a roof and I cannot use any walls from the building, this is kosher. Why? I'm going to use these flimsy, one-by-one poles and create a mechitza out of it. And that's an unbelievable chiddush. To teach you how powerful Rabbi Yaakov Shita is, his heter. How does it work? So what happens if instead of squares, you have circles, circular beams? You take trees, real trees, and put them. Does that also work? So it depends. So when we learned the Erevin, we're full of this. This is a Dumer. In the time of Elil Regal, and Klai Yisrael came to be Elil Regal for Yantif, they needed to drink. The trip was long, and they were very thirsty. And they had wells in the middle of Rosh Hashanah. You cannot draw water from a well, which is Rosh Hashanah, into Rosh Hashanah. So what they devised is, something called a dumen. They take two pieces of wood. These are actually an ama by an ama. We're talking about a tefach by a tefach, different, but the same concept. And the Rabbanon said that halachically, it's as if this is enclosed. The walls continue. These L-shaped brackets continue, and they're enclosed by four walls. This turns into Rosh Hashanah. So Mela, I'm going to take my tree trunk and do something like this. I'm going to pretend, I'm going to see if I could cut it out, imaginary cut, and take a round and make it into a square. If I could get a one by one, like in this red thing, wall, then I have a human. Then I have an L shape within the round tree, and that's enough to make a wall. All you need for a human in a sukkah is a tefach. Human, in, when it comes to Rushus Hayachid and Erevin, you need an Amma. Over here, you need a tefach. We're going to just this one line. It doesn't work with humid. Why? Because as we're going to see in the entire Mesechta, in order to be yaitzed, in order to have enough walls, you need 
two proper walls of seven tvachim by seven tvachim, seven tvachim, and the third one, afilu tefach, the third one could be a tefach, like I said in the Agdama, it's like a Baruch Hu, the Rizal says, one, two, and this one is a tefach, it's like a hug, and a diumid, a beam, doesn't work. Have a wonderful day.